Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. I am your host, Russ Fisher. With me, John Bosch and special edition back again. Happy to see him, Kevin Kafrikantillo. How's it going, man? What's up? Hey guys, it's great to be back here at uh, on the on the old Wall Street. It's uh, it's been a while. I, you guys have been doing some great work without me. I mean, as great as it could be without me, but you know. Well, it's nice of you to come out of retirement, just like a certain guy who was retired well shorter than you are that we're not going to talk about today. We are not talking about him today. Oh, we're definitely going to talk about him. It's, in some aspect, he's going to come up for sure. Yeah, but I timing, though, did right? not choose Tom Brady. I'll no matter what, no matter who you bring quarterback, the answer is going to be go trade for Tom Brady. Go trade for Tom Brady. <laughs> Except now he's worth two first that he just came back. He's but not worth that. No, not at all. At all. <laughs> Because we're going to go through this every single year. But I just said we're not talking about Tom Brady, so we're not going to. But what we are here to do is leverage the Dynasty Trade Calculator to talk about player values to make you go make some trades. Because that's that's the fun part, right? Especially now when there's no real football being played. You go make some trades. That's that's the best part of the non-point scoring season. And we're here to help you out with that. And first in line is me with quarterbacks. And... Well, I didn't pick Tom Brady, who is the newest news. I did pick a quarterback just as low-valued after Brady's retirement, not now that he's back. So I went Kane level here. I went gross. And we're talking Carson Wentz, who, in case you don't know when you're listening to this, was last week-ish traded to the, it's still weird to say, Washington Commanders. I still might stick with football team for a while since I still call the Chargers San Diego. So it might take me a few years to catch up. But Carson Wentz comes in on the calculator at a whopping 9.8, which is the equivalent to the 202. So my question to you two handsome fellas, Carson Wentz or the 202? Well, you know what else you can get with that 202 probably, right? Ham sandwich? I told you this was going to be the answer. Uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously I'm trying for Brady with two or two first, uh, but if I have to, like, what do I care? Carson Wentz, fine. He's going to be a starter for at least a year. Yep. And when I'm trading a second round pick for a quarterback, I'm okay getting any starter. I think we, didn't we talk about like Kirk cousins and stuff like in this range last week and, but he was worth more than, yeah, he was, he was like the one ten or something, wasn't he? So yeah, this is yeah, a little bit he was, lower. He was a bit so. higher. Uh, I feel oh. like the bar. I feel like the bar for a quarterback in you know any super flex league should be a first rounder, right? Like it's any starting quarterback, uh, right? I mean, I think when you're really looking at is. like one year, you've got one. If you've only got one year, and, and you're not like went level production, like <laughs> yeah. even last year when we thought Hertz might be a one year guy, you were still trading him for a decent amount because he's going to score you a lot of points. Well, and he's also got a possible upside much higher than Carson Wentz. Exactly, yeah. Like, we've seen Carson Wentz's upside. His upside is, okay, fine, you can put him in your quarterback two slot for a year. Potential like, MVP was his upside. Potential I mean, MVP. That was, that was a long time ago. Fair, fair, but that's long the upside, time. right? Like, that was the, that's the, no. the, the max. That upside's not there anymore. <laughs> not a chance. Not a so, chance. So, Mr. Cotillo, Carson Wentz with the 202. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll take the quarterback over a two hundred two in a superflex any day. So, to me, like I said, it's the the floor is a is a first rounder for a starting QB, even if it's only a year. I mean, Brady's going to go for two firsts now, and you know, <laughs> Brady's not going for two firsts. I, I I will say though, like your worst outcome with Carson Wentz is if your team falls out of it. If somebody else has a quarterback that gets hurt, throw Carson Wentz in some other second and get a first next yeah. year, like. That you know, just he's he comes a almost a, a toss in to try and get anything, do whatever you can to use him next year to get up to a first if you're not using his production. All right, I'm with you guys. A second for a starting quarterback is absolutely worth it, but I just do want to point out, and this is the last time we're talking about him. No, retired not. Tom Brady, <laughs> retired Tom Brady was worth 9.6. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, to, just to point out what we think of this level of quarterback. Has the My calculator list, not been updated yet I mean, this his, morning, I assume? His last touchdown uh, football from 2021 oh. is worth 500000 So, you yeah. know. That, those poor people who just spent all of that last football, Last football, last touchdown of the uh, – of a season that didn't end like in a Super Bowl. Yeah, like, yeah, so, that, like, that football has literally no value anymore. It's literally not. Other than the fact that it's a novelty now that it costs so yeah, much. Yeah. It's not the football that Tom Brady last threw a touchdown with. It's the football that somebody paid half a million dollars for. <laughs> like maybe if he pulled a Jordan and like took a few years off, that ball might be worth something in the long run, but he did not do that. That was yeah. a couple of weeks. Yeah, it was a few yeah weeks. What, what 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 was it? What like did anybody look up the actual retirement date? Did he even no. was it even a full? He month? Never. This is the best part. He never formally used the word retired. Yeah, he, 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 he never said I'm retiring. Yeah. His statement was pretty indicative of retirement. So there was, I mean, obviously being from the Boston area, there were some rumors around here that he didn't. He never used the word retire. Yeah, because he was just trying to get out of Tampa Bay, and that. He was. It was a. It was a long goodbye to Tampa Bay. If you notice, he didn't say anything to the Patriots or or the fans really, and that was like the whole conspiracy theory that he was just trying to get out. I, I want to see what what kind of struggle they had that he, you know, that they resolved that he's now willing to come back because obviously we'll never, something, we, right? we, like, we, something we don't me. make a star Kyle Trask. We yeah. will never know. <laughs> it, there's the problem. I I, I want to see the contract too. I, I can't imagine what his if he actually if he cared about money, which. I mean, he really he doesn't because he's freaking loaded. But like, if he wanted to top out his market, good God, what a year to do it! <laughs> like, he could just—he could probably name his price. Aaron Rodgers, what did he just get? Like fifty million a year, something hey man, like when that. The cap goes up twenty-five million. You have that opportunity. Tom Brady be like, okay, I'll take all that twenty-five million plus another twenty on top, and I'll play a year for you. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. What's another forty-five million dollars? All right, but back. Uh, or he could be, Carson or he could Wentz, be like the quarterback play, at hand. I'll play for the minimum <laughs> salary, and uh, you just sign everybody that we want to bring back in. My wonderful, beautiful, <laughs> amazing list of Jared Goff. Oh God, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matt Ryan, Davis Mills, and Carson Wentz. Don't do that. I just did it. I already had to listen to that. I mean, I already listened to it this morning, so it's in my head the rest of the day anyway. Now you'll be singing that we don't talk about Brady instead. <laughs> uh, this is uh, ugly. Yeah. All right, I, I can go. Uh, I'm going to start it. off, and I'm going to go with Kevin's boy. Jimmy GQ, baby. He is easily the top of this list for me. Uh, even though he's 
not really a starter anywhere yet. <laughs> we assume he's going to get traded. And there's still some plenty of teams that need a quarterback, even yep. though we're getting including a little bit closer to settled. Yeah, including the Colts, the Steelers. Sorry, but the Texans still need a quarterback because Davis Mills is not it. He's bottom of my list on this. So Jimmy G, uh, I'm going to go Matt Ryan second. It's him and Wentz. Like, I think Matt Ryan will throw a little bit better. <laughs> Plus he has Kyle Pitts. Like, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take just that. Uh, then Wentz is three. Goff is four. I don't, I don't really know that he's a starter. Even if Detroit says he's like the starter, whoever they bring in is going to start games, whether it be a rookie, whether it be some other old veteran for competition, what, you know, they could bring Ryan Fitzpatrick in and Ryan Fitzpatrick would beat out Jared Goff for some starts, I think. So I have no confidence in Goff. Mills, sure. He was okay as a rookie. That team is in complete shambles. So until they get, you know, another quarterback, sure. You can act like Davis Mills is a starter. He's not it. All right, Kevin, your list. Uh, so I, very similar to you, Bosch. I think there's two, you know, there's three sections here. Garoppolo tops the list to me because yeah. he's going to get a starting job and he'll probably get a starting job for a few years. The Wentz Ryan, I had Wentz above Ryan, but I think you can flop them pretty easily. I mean, they're about the same level to me. Maybe a couple of years of starting and then probably fade out. You know, Ryan will retire. Wentz will fade off into the background and be a backup or quit. Um, Mills and Goff, I think, are also kind of on the same level. I had Mills ahead of Goff simply because I don't know that. I mean, depending on what happens with Watson, you know, now that his legal troubles are less troubling, at least for the time period, um, you know, he's going to get traded. Who knows what they're going to get? But it's, you know, I don't know that Houston's going to invest in a quarterback this year. So I think Mills gets another year of starting. And if he's good, who knows? Maybe they, maybe he is better than people think. And he's going to be better than Goff. And he gets a couple of years, right? So that's that's kind of where I'm at. So I put Mills ahead a little bit for that reason. But Yeah, I actually put Mills ahead of Goff for pretty much the same thing. I think it's way more likely that through free agency and the draft, the Lions come up with a quarterback. They will just be like, okay, whatever, fine, we'll start you day one. Then the Texans do. Um, I put Carson Wentz one just because he's on the team that just paid for him. So he's starting, he's starting the year. And you always feel okay starting Carson Wentz. You never feel great about it, but it's okay. He has the ceiling of giving you a 22, 23 point game. And his floor is still like eight to 10. Like that's not great. Don't get me wrong, but there's worse. And I put Garoppolo at two because I'm with you guys. I'm assuming he's ending up somewhere else. Chances are there's like, he's a perfect fit for the Colts. Let them start transitioning more to Jonathan Taylor. Easy passes to, you know, Hines like crazy Pittman and, whatever tight end or second receiver they have to bring in because they don't have anybody anymore. Um, I put Matt Ryan next because they just extended him for some reason instead of just getting rid of him. But he's the starter. He doesn't look – he looks so bad. Like, I get that there was nothing around him last season besides Kyle Pitts, of course. But Obviously. Isn't um, that enough, though? It's all I need. It's all, yeah. I was about to say for John and fantasy. Yeah. You know, so I put Ryan third because again, we know he's starting, but he just like 
I wouldn't be surprised if he came out, you know, Ben Roethlisberger last year bad. And then I put Mills at four and Goff at five, and I already talked about why. Um, I, can see, I can see Wentz, you know, in, in Indianapolis being a great fit too. I mean, I, the, the offensive line will keep him, you know, upright and hopefully not injured, right? Because, like, his injuries are are probably the biggest problem for him throughout his career. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he has moments okay. of terribleness surrounded by some moments of, you know, marginally okayness. But he, but, but the injuries is, is, is what people are worried about in general, I think, on a, you know, on an NFL level, not a fantasy level. Um, but in that offense, I think he'd be great. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a good fit for me. He'd, he'd easily, I mean, be, I'd be very happy about my decision at him for, you know, as him on number one on this list for that. If he's, if he goes there, the number one guy on, list, on the on list our, of crap on our list is, yeah, is a guy that does, we have no idea where he's going to play. Yeah. <laughs> but All Hey, right, well, that's a, that's how you fill your quarterback two slots. I super mean, flex. And, and Wentz, I mean, there, you're, you're there are good weapons there, right? Like that could be a good team. I, if Wentz is at all good, his, like, history would suggest otherwise. I I hear you, but a lot of it, a lot of investments on defense. You know, their offensive line probably needs a little bit of help, but they've got good weapons in the offensive side of the ball. I mean, it's funny. Like they Washington just went from look, we are so tired of this wastebasket stuff. Let's take. Let's at least take a piece of trash that missed the basket. It's at least it's out in the wild on the floor. It's not going to be great, but it's not in the wastebasket. Like that that's exactly what Washington just did. And I mean, and they're it's, still going to be ab- better than the Giants. So it's absolutely an upgrade over anything they've had. And that's with how well Terry McLaurin did with if Logan Thomas decides to play football again, he did well with garbage also. So I'm I don't care as much about real football, but for fantasy wise, I think everyone will be fine. So next on the list is running backs, and I believe that's John. That is me. And we're going to talk about another guy who we're not really sure where he's going to play, uh, at least as of right now. We might by the end of the day. We, we should definitely put out. We are recording this early Monday morning before there's going to be news breaking all day, and probably everything we say will be outdated. Yes. All right. <clears throat> Leonard Fournette. Right. So we talked about low down on the uh, quarterback list. Now we're going to go low down on the running back list. Oh, my God. And then we have Kevin, who doesn't like wide receivers, doing wide receivers. So (laughs) (laughs) we're in danger of going low down on all lists. Kevin's wide receiver three ideal is like, yes, I can get that means I need three of them. And then I fill all my wide receiver spots. That's what wide receiver means. That's how, right. you, that's how fantasy works, John. You, that is you how three wide receiver works. spots. You get wide receiver threes. I think. Yes, that's, that's that, you're exactly right. That is, that is the goal. All right. I must have a Kevin around. That is how Kevin plays for anybody that hasn't played with him. All right. Poorly. So he plays poorly. <laughs> yeah. Leonard Fournette comes in on the calculator at a 7.5. So you didn't waste that early second round pick on uh, Carson Wentz. Instead, you've got the 204 and you're going to go and try and get a running back. Are you going to pay that for Leonard Fournette right now? I, I, I don't know. Maybe, I guess. I don't know. That's, that's, that's a good, that's a good line for him, I think, but I don't think so. I mean, I need to know where he is, right? Like at this point in time today, I don't think I can pay a 204 for Leonard Fournette. So right now I'll keep the four, the 204. Yeah. You said uh, clearly I knew it had to be in the twos because of where Carson Wentz was and his number. I was really hoping for something closer to like the 207, 208, and I would have felt yeah. better about saying that. That'd yeah. be nice. 
But I think the 204 is a little too early. I still think that's strongly in that range of wide receivers that I get excited about. So for now, I would side with the pick, and that's what we have to talk about now. So I would still keep the pick. But if I can somehow do like the 207 and 307 for Fournette, if that's what it would take, I would do that. I would probably give it, honestly. Like if you're trying to get Leonard Fournette, there's a reason. It's because you you want to win this year. Yeah. Uh, and it, granted, I'm going to try for cheaper. I'm going to hope Leonard Fournette is on a roster that appears to be turning over. And at that point, that person is just taking any second. Like whatever, they'll take the 208 probably for him. And that's ideal. But if it's a team that's in the middle and like hasn't decided, hey, this is a year I can go for it or this is a year I should not go for it, that you might have to offer the 204 to get them intrigued. I probably give that like I Leonard Fournette. I, he's going to play this year. I, the top plays on my list where I think he probably lands is not a shock now. I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes back to Tampa Bay. Like why yeah. wouldn't he? That worked out pretty well last year. He was, you know, for the two Oh four, he's a, he's a running back. You can slot in your lineup every week. Yeah. Every week. You know, he was effective last year. We are not talking about, <laughs> a studded uh a star studded spot filler here but for the 204 you get what you get it's cheap whatever if you're going to compete i'm paying it if i'm not competing god i would love to get the 204 form and i would yeah. probably take i would probably take the 208 209 what do i care like he doesn't belong on my roster if i'm in a rebuild mode so i think it is a little roster dependent there's not he's not you're not taking the 204 form or you're not giving the two of war form in every scenario yeah. because you're not getting any, you're never getting a first back. Like, no. you know, there is a chance with Wentz that like you could get that back during the season because quarterback becomes so valuable towards the end of the season and super flex. Like people have to have them. Leonard Fournette, you're not, they can find a running back off the waiver wire to fill in if they need to. So you're, you're definitely not getting your investment back, but I'd probably take, I'd probably take Leonard Fournette for now. All right, so the list, we have Ramondre Stevenson, James Conner, Rashad Penny, Devin Singletary, Melvin Gordon, and Leonard Fournette. And ultimately, when I looked at this list, this is what this is when I said, okay, yeah, fine. Like, <laughs> I probably would give the 204 uh, for, for Leonard Fournette. If I can get any of these other guys a lot cheaper, sure. But if they all cost around the same, which they do based on the calculator, I don't have a problem like sucking it up and saying, give me Leonard Fournette for a year. All right. I think I have my list. I don't know how happy I am with it. It's because we're talking about running backs. We're never yeah. happy. And, and like such a gross area of running backs. I put Devin Singletary one because same. I think season long output of Singletary, Gordon and Fournette, can all be insanely similar. I get that Javante is the, the guy and all in everyone's brain, but it makes so much football sense to bring Melvin Gordon back. And they did very well with the 50, 50 split. Of course, we hope it goes at least 60, 40 to Javante, but Melvin Gordon still looked really good in that offense a couple of weeks ago. And the offense should be better now. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Cause they got <laughs> Russell Wilson. So they actually have a quarterback. So, yeah, I mean, I have Fournette at two just because I feel like, especially if he goes back to Tampa, he's going to be the guy. Like, 
he'll get a lot. I think he'll get more usage than Melvin Gordon does. It's the only reason I put him at two. Uh, he has I no do... competition if he goes back to Tampa Bay. Exactly. Sorry, sorry, Rojo fans. No. Um, or uh, I can't even he's think of his name. Yes, Keyshawn Vaughn. Thank well, you. Rojo is a free agent, I think. Yeah, but he might be. Not the point. Uh, the rest of this to me is interchangeable. Do whatever the hell you want. I put Connor at four because he's also free agent. But if he goes back to the Cardinals, I think it's a great fit because we saw how well he did by himself for the last couple of weeks of the season without Chase Edmonds. But we also saw he was usable and especially was, was their touchdown guy in Arizona. And if he goes somewhere else, I think he keeps the same role where again, he has that upside of being a bit of a workhorse guy and it won't be on purpose, but it'll be due to injury, but he has that upside. I put Ramondre at five because I refuse to put Penny not at the bottom. That's all I got. Wow. I I don't want Penny at all, ever. So I put Ramondre there at five. <laughs> that, that's, I, that is my only reasoning. Uh, wow. No love for Stevenson at all, though, huh? I, no, he's, he's good. He, he's just, third, he comes good. in third on my list. Yeah, he's third on my list, too. I have Singletary and Gordon kind of whatever i don't care which order you put them in uh with fournette actually like i mean i guess i guess so i guess stevenson's fourth then um because i think they're all going to have very good single seasons i think stevenson uh i think he could be good this year but more so probably the following year is is where you might see even more from him so i'd like him as a value to as a as a future projection because they're still gonna have harris but they're not gonna pay harris anything so i mean You'll, you'll see Stevenson start to take over uh, in 2023, in my opinion, and that, you know, then you get another good year or two out of him. So uh, it's kind of the way the Patriot system works. But um, I, I think I'm down a little bit more on – I know I put him in that same top tier as, as Gordon Fournette, but I don't know. I don't know about the love for Singletary as much. I, I think he was good this year, and I think – I just – for some reason – the Bills never seem to be fully in with him um, for, for whatever reason it may be. He's the better running back there. He produces better. He has better numbers when he's on the field. But then you'll see him get like five carries in a game all of a sudden. So I, he makes me a little nervous. Um, and then, you know, is, is there the potential for them to draft someone again? I I, I wouldn't be shocked if they did. So um, I, I guess, uh, Connor, I, I agree with you. Um, he's, he's not last on this list for me. Penny is, um, which is, which could be a miss. I don't know. Maybe Penny signs with Seattle again and, and is the only thing in their offense when they trade away. And then he'll spring his wrist signing the contract and miss right. six probably, probably, um, Connor definitely will have a role somewhere that, you know, I think he ends up, you know, probably sticking with Arizona and, and just being, you know, the same thing he was there. And that was a productive role. So I think there's value there, but not for anything long-term. So, yep. I have, I have Singletary first. I've already paid an early second for him, and yep. I would do it again. Like, I, I'm fine with that. Uh, he would be my preferred one to go after first. Leonard Fournette is the one that I would go after second. Uh, then I would go after Ramondre Stevenson. I do like him a little bit more above Gordon just because of the uh, – I, I think I'm going to get more than a year out of him. So that's enough. Like, I, I'm going to get enough production this year. And have some future. Whereas with Melvin Gordon, I'm like, just give me this year, please. Like <laughs> just, just this year. Like that, I, I have no expectation of beyond, but I would at least like this year out of you. So like, that's enough of a difference to make Gordon be my fourth. Uh, Penny Connor. I don't, I don't care. I have Penny. I wrote Penny fifth, Connor sixth. I, I don't care. 
right, I don't care about either of them. Or you just so Penny comes in at the bottom of all of our lists, and that makes me happier. No, I think I'll leave Penny <laughs> at fifth then. So. Son of a bee. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. I don't care about either of those two. All right. Speaking I, of you're not gonna caring. Pay, I pay a second form in season if they're producing. What do I care? Yeah, in so season. The, the 204 that, that, you know, Fournette's worth, which of these guys are you paying that for? I mean, I paid for Singletary. I paid for Fournette. He, he paid the two hundred two for Singletary. Yeah, I'd probably pay pay it for Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, maybe and like maybe for Melvin Gordon. I don't know. Like then you're really getting into like team situation dependent. Yeah. Like, do I really think I have it? Like, do I really think? Uh, if I'm paying the two hundred four for Melvin Gordon, I'm paying the two hundred four for Melvin Gordon. Gordon and hoping I never start him. Honest to God, I am paying the 204 and hoping that he I am buying him as an insurance policy and hoping I never have to use him unless he catches fire and then like I'll throw him in. Mm-hmm. But I'm like that's the situation where I'm paying the 204 for Melvin Gordon. If I feel that good about my team and I just want some extra depth over what feels like could be a longer shot rookie wide receiver or running back that I would get at the 204. Makes sense. All right. <laughs> well, John ruined my transition, but I'm still going to say, speaking of things, positions or players, people don't care about Kevin, who's your wide receiver. <laughs> so obviously, you know, if we're going to talk about Tom Brady, we got to talk about the other guy that made news this week and, you know, discuss Amari Cooper and his, his eventual new home. Once the league opens up its movement and then he can go over to Cleveland officially. Um, so he comes in on the calculator at a 12.5, which is the equivalent of the 112. So last round of the uh, of the or last pick in the first round there. So higher than the uh, other two players we've discussed so far today. We'll start with you, Bosh. I'm taking Amari. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I, I am no longer in the anything for Amari camp, but I will still give. <laughs> I'll still give this for Amari. Like this doesn't feel that expensive to me. The 112. I mean, I'm probably taking a, a rookie wide receiver at the 112. There are some that I would like at that spot over him. Like I'd rather have a Lave just because I like him a lot. Um, there's others where I'd rather have Amari over, you know, David Bell. Um, what Dotson's probably around that 112. Yep. Like I'd rather have Amari than them. So Ideally, I could wait until I'm on the clock to see if Olave manages to fall there or something like that, but it's not worth the risk. Uh, so I'd probably just take Amari right now and be safe and have Cleve Baker Mayfield's number one target. Uh, uh, not fun, but that's all right. I, maybe, you know, maybe that's John it. Watson. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I, you never know. Uh, well, <laughs> eventually we will know. But I would give the 112 for Amari right now. Yeah, that seems pretty easy to me. Uh, I I am one to fall in love with wide receiver prospects, and I have with a few of them. But even still, 27-year-old Amari Cooper for the next two seasons, like I've been, like I've always said when we're talking about guys who are hurt or stuff like that, I'm absolutely fine paying the wait and see tax. So if I'm gonna try and win this year, I would absolutely send my 112 to go get a guy I know is going to produce, regardless of where he goes, he's going to be in that wide receiver two range, production-wise. You know, just based on volume, based on talent, that's what's going to happen. And then 
six months, a year and a half later, I can go buy that wide receiver. I would have drafted at the 112 for more or less than that 112, depending on if that player hit or not. So, yeah, like John said, I, I would gladly pass off that risk and just take the guy I know is going to score. I, I agree with you. I think, I mean, he's going to produce for sure. We don't know if Jar- Jarvis Landry is going to stick around in Cleveland. We don't know, you know, what else they're going to have on the shelf. So I think he's going to be a very high target volume player. And even if it is Baker Mayfield, if you're getting, you know, a, a good, you know, 160 targets or whatever, he should be able to convert a decent amount of them and, and be able to, you know, put up some pretty solid stats. Touchdown thing would make me a little nervous with him. Um, you know, just that I don't know how often he's going to score, but, um, you know, I, I think it's still going to be a, a solid offense for him to be in. And at the 112, you're right. I mean, you're looking at what rookies, rookies further down. We might talk about one of them that might be in that that general range uh, on my list here. But um, I think I'd take the proven commodity of Amari Cooper over, over any of the rookies that uh, you might be getting at that spot. So with that, he's been out of the game for a while and still drops that beautiful professional tease in the middle of his in the middle of his answer. So listen, good. Look at listen, that. I, sometimes uh, things just come back to you. You know, it's, it's uh, it was a short retirement, so I'm still ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, we'll get into my list here. We'll start off with some names that I actually didn't expect to be on this list. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, I guess it makes sense. But uh, we've got DeAndre Hopkins. We've got Rondale Moore, Michael Thomas, Odell Beckham Jr., Michael Gallup, who also mm. was in the news this week. And the one, contract. the one rookie in on the list is George Pickens. Hmm. All right. I think I'm good. Uh, I guess we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see as I go. I mean, I have Amari pretty easily at the top of this list. Um, next is Hopkins, and they might be the same tier, but Amari having like two, three years on Hopkins is the lone reason and coming off of the injury, I guess, for Hopkins, though it seems like they probably just shelved him at that point. But I have Amari, Hopkins, Rondell Moore at three because I'm just a believer in the guy. I dropped to the rookie at Pickens at four because he is one of the guys I like. Uh, but him or Gallup is pretty interchangeable at that point, especially with Gallup re-signing in Dallas, which it, with Amari gone, well, I guess we still have to say if Amari is gone because it's not official yet, Gallup walks easily into that wide receiver two spot, and that's where he'll shine. Uh, I then have, where's the number six? Michael Thomas at six, Odell at seven. Really just because they're old and... MT hasn't played in two years. We want him to walk in and still be good, but who knows? Who knows where he's going to play? Who knows if he's really going to play? We don't how well he'll play. And then Odell at seven because the dude's 30 and just tore his ACL like two weeks ago. So, I mean, like chances are he's not even playing this coming year. And if he does, it'll be at the very end of the year and probably nowhere near 100%. And again, free agent. So we don't know what team he'll be on. That's That's way too much for me in general. So I am absolutely fine dropping into the bottom. So I went about this. Um, it was a tough list to really kind of divide up for me, but I, I tried to go about it and ask myself, who would I pay the 112 for and go from there? I would pay it for Pickens. So he's on top of my list. He will probably be drafted at the 112 by me if he's there. Um, yep. 
And yes, rookie shiny thing. I would take him over Amari and Hopkins at this point. Not by a lot, but by a little. So I'll take the rookie as my number one. I've already said that I would pay it for Amari. I would take Hopkins over Amari. So of course I'm paying the 112 for the guy that I still love, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, so they're two and three on my list. That's kind of where I stop wanting to pay the 112 for anybody. So then it's like, who would I give? <laughs> who would I give the earliest second for? Um, and it went Michael Thomas, uh, who's five, uh, Rondell Moore, Gallup, OBJ. Um, I wouldn't pay the 112 for any of those four. So they're definitely like a tier, a tier below that top, the top three. Uh, the order. I, I think I, I think for Michael Thomas, I'm I'm looking to give like an early second and hoping that he comes back this year and produces. We have to find out what quarterback he's going to be playing with. That's going to be huge for him. Gallup, if he wasn't hurt, would easily be the four on this list. But that injury is going to knock him. OBJ would be higher on my list. Like you said, Russ, if his situation was settled, it's not. So we're going to miss out on production with him. So it just puts him down at the bottom. And I'm not as much of a believer in Rondell Moore anymore. I'm still hopeful, but I'm not, not going out paying the 112 for him. Yeah, your your logic really, at least I will flip Rondell and Pickens and put uh, Pickens at three and Rondell at four for that. But like once you hit Gallup, it's pretty much the same thing for me. And they're just, I mean, they're good. They're guys that I'll oh, give away a second and I'll hope that the, I'll hope I get something out of them, which is yep. kind of what it feels like when you draft a player in the second. Um, but when you're drafting them, they're a little bit younger. So it's, uh, it's hard for me to want to pay even early second for anybody on that bottom of the list, maybe mid. <laughs> so I, I think I've got Hopkins and Cooper basically even at the top. Um, I think I'd probably lean Hopkins myself. Just, I, I don't know. I think he'll come back fine. And I think, you know, I think he's still very, very good. Um, so I'd probably take him just given that, you know, I think Kyler Murray is going to be a better quarterback and that's going to be a better offense than the Cleveland Browns will be even with Cooper. So, um, I don't expect Arizona to bring in like a bunch of wide receiver help too. that Kirk might be gone. So, so yeah, well, I was I was gonna say when I got to Rondale Moore, which you know, I, that's why I might lean paying the one twelve for him still because while I do think Hopkins is high up on this list, I think Rondale Moore will transition into that guy with no Kirk and some of the other receivers, you know, going out. He's he's clearly going to be the number two. I think we're and, seeing a lot of Hopkins and a lot of Ertz and a lot of running. Yeah, they did have three fine Ertz. Yeah, I just I think that yeah, but Moore's the. The, few, the eventual future there, right, too, I think. I don't know. So I think there's I some know. upside. I want to believe it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I so I had, I had Cooper, Hopkins. Uh, Pickens, I think, is up there, too, as well. I'd easily pay the 112 for him. So I think he's in that same – not obviously not the same tier as those guys, but that's kind of where the – I like I said, I'd have more maybe up in that 112 range, whereas you guys cut it off there. Uh, Thomas Gallup, OBJ, that's the order for me on those bottom three, but they're sort of, you know, a little interchangeable in that, I mean, I'd probably take Thomas ahead of the other two. Gallup scares me a little bit, even though with the contract, he, the, the, you know, the injury, because, I mean, that's not his first major injury, isn't it? I think he hurt before that, too. I think he's been injured. ACL or anything, but he, 
I think he's been injured a few times previously. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up in my head, but um, the contract's helpful. So, yeah, the contract is basically what you have going for him, and yeah. he's young enough for, to return. OBJ, young enough to play again. Uh, probably not young enough to return dynasty value at all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And MT should play at the beginning of the year in 2022. You know, you would think so. You would think so. You, you would I mean, think if, so. if he comes back and and let's say you know Jameis Winston is the quarterback for him, I think he'll be fine. I mean, think you know he should be good enough to to redeem some value. <laughs> he'll be fine. Yeah, he is twenty nine. Would, would you take? Would anybody take Calvin Ridley over any of these guys? No, I haven't had a chance to ask Russ how he's doing I, since you know. The, the... I still haven't recovered. I don't. <laughs> I'm still not ready. I'm still not ready. Not ready to talk about it. No, no, I'm just waiting for the next Dynasty Outhouse challenge. <laughs> I almost lost. I almost traded away a copy of Ridley like two days before all that news broke, and Ooh. I almost got the 112 for him. Oof. Yeah. Which the 112 could have got you Pickens or Hopkins or Cooper. Oh. Relevant. Wait, all did right. you turn it down? Did you turn down the 112? For it was. Him? It was an Outhouse challenge. I didn't. Oh, okay. Okay. It was okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I was going to try to put some more rookies on this list, but uh, you know, Alave and, and James, Jameson Williams was, I mean, they were way up higher. So they're more valuable. I mean, I think there's a chance they, they, one of them's going to hit at 112. You're going to draft one of them. Yeah. Like in Superflex, one of those receivers is likely to be there. Yeah. Whether it be uh, Williams or Alave or Pickens. Like, one of those three is likely to fall to the 112. And I would take all those. <laughs> like, Yep. Okay. Well, this has been another wonderful episode of Dynasty Wall Street. We are closing down the floor, calling Kevin, it. Kevin, thanks for coming back. Wow. Boss jumping in to just steal the wrap up. I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I wanted to thank Kevin. Oh, uh, I missed this show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can I'll come back anytime. Bye, Kane. <laughs> <laughs> We're just kidding. We love you. Uh Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse, John Bosch at John Bosch FF, Kevin Catillo at Kevin Catillo. We have some very unimaginative people over here, but ring the bell. We're out of here. <laughs>